Hey there, everybody out there in the Derbyverse. Happy Friday. How are you doing? It might not be Friday when you're listening to this, so happy whatever day it is for you. This is some more Derby thoughts here from Jackie Bauer at Power Through the Fourth Whistle. And I thought it would be really fun to get in another, um, like just a solid Derby Thoughts episode before the playoffs in Atlanta. Next week, I absolutely will be coming out with a preview episode. Maybe I can get Derelia back. Maybe I can get Sassanova. Who knows? Maybe I'll just be talking to myself and you'll have to deal with me. But um, I'm really excited for the next playoffs. But before I get to that, I want to get to this. And today I want to talk about what I think are the three biggest mistakes people make when you transfer leagues. Now, I come from a place of experience in making mistakes and transferring leagues. In fact, I uh, started out playing roller derby in Indiana, and then I moved to Michigan. And then after a year with uh, my league in Traverse City, I went across town to Kalkaska and I drove an hour each direction for four years. And now I am back in Traverse City. So especially with transferring to a team, transferring to another team, transferring back to a team, I feel like I've got a lot to say on this subject because I feel like I've gotten to learn a lot. And I I just want to share because I want you to benefit from my experience, honestly. Um, now, I... I've been thinking about this lately because we've actually been getting some new transfers in Traverse City and it's super duper exciting. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm talking about them because I'm not. It just reminds me of my experience and um, I'm really excited about the new people we're getting. And I just want to give general advice for when you transfer leagues. So one of the biggest things not to do Number one here is don't talk too much about your old league. It's really easy to do that because you're trying to find things that are familiar in the unfamiliar. I remember my first practice with Traverse City looking around and being like, this person's kind of like this person I knew in Indiana. And this other person's like this person I knew in Indiana. And you know what? These are completely different people. You're just trying to assimilate things into your brain to feel more comfortable. Uh, and it's really tempting every time, especially if this new team is dealing with things your old team was just dealing with. You're like, oh, yeah, it reminds me of this. So you're like, my league does it this way. My league does this for organizational structure and committees. My league does this for strategy. My league does this for culture. Well, the the reason you're saying these things is because you're feeling insecure in a new place, honestly. I know that that's the way it was for me. And it makes you want to talk about things that are familiar. But what I would encourage you to do instead is instead of always being the one talking, it's a really good time to listen and observe and ask questions. You should be using this time with your new team to learn the culture. Uh, for example, like, is this a serious down to business team? Do they have big goals? 
Or are they more about having fun and socializing and getting to know each other and making sure everybody's in a good emotional place at practice? Or, you know, are there some mean girls and clicks? Like, you should learn all these things because it's going to help you be more prepared for how you're going to assimilate into this organization. This is a great time to work on being an extrovert, even if you are naturally an introvert. You should work with multiple people in drills. You should you can drop in on meetings if you are welcome. It's really like the first week of college, you know, talk to everybody and you'll eventually figure out the people you're going to gravitate toward the most. But most importantly, you should be brave. You're talking about your old team and your old league a lot because you're insecure. Be brave. Try your new team's way before suggesting methods from your old league. Now, by all means, if they ask you a direct question, how did your old league deal with this because we're having trouble figuring it out and could use a new idea? Sure, that's a time you can volunteer some information, but don't just say it all the time, like, you know, five times a practice, because I was terrible about this. And <laughs> you really want to become a part of your new league. Don't hold yourself back. Be brave. Try new things. Get comfortable with something new. All right. The number two most important thing is don't badmouth any league you've been a part of previously. Just don't do it. Never lead with crapping on your old team because honestly, it says more about you than it does about them. Uh, some people love to hear drama, but it tends to send up a lot of red flags for other people because they're thinking, maybe you're the source of that drama. I mean, um, let, look at it this way. If you survived a zombie apocalypse and you just lead with that, they might be concerned that you're infected and that maybe you're going to turn into a drama zombie and bite others and turn them into drama zombies. And then it's a whole league of undead drama zombies. And that's terrifying. You don't want to scare your new friends. <laughs> now, if you've been around for like a long time, like six months or more, and you develop a close friendship with somebody, and maybe you want to vent a little bit about some experience that happened a really long time ago just to get it out of your system, you know, whatever you got to do. But do not lead with, thank God I'm here. My old league was so much drama. Oh my God. Because it, it makes you look a little bit suspicious. Um, you really, what you should do instead is always leave your old league like you would a job you hope to get a reference from. You know, don't leave with your middle fingers in the air. Leave gracefully. Thank them for the good times, for the good experiences you had, because you definitely had some, even in the worst place ever. I'm sure you did. Um, and I can say that I feel like every time I left a league, I did it on the best terms that I could. And it was often very good terms. And I got to keep some friendships. And that was really important especially since I came back to a league I left. And I was able to do that because they left the door open for me. You know, um, I didn't crap on them and they didn't crap on me. And that meant 
it would be okay for me to come back when I needed to, when I wanted to. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, and the last, super serious, number three, biggest mistake you can make. This was a hard lesson for me to learn. Do not take a leadership position. I don't care what they say to you. You are not jumping into a leadership position as soon as you get there. Don't. If it's been a month, it's too soon. Two months, way too soon. Three months, it's still too soon. Four or five months, too soon. I would say you must wait at least six months, but I would prefer you wait until you've been through an entire season with these people. This reason is because you're probably a really good person and you've probably got really good ideas, whether it be about committee work, organizational structure, uh, skills, strategy, drills that we could be doing. And other people might even want you to do this. Even if other people are telling you, we want you to do this, you should do this. Don't. You should not. And here's the reason. Leaders, any kind of leader, ends up partially isolated from other people. If you've ever read or Ender's Game or watched the movie, you would understand the reference. But when you join a new league, you need opportunities to be more a part of this group. Any kind of rank, position, heaven forbid, title, makes it harder to create bonds. If you're not really a part of the group, why should they trust you to be a leader? You don't know them yet, and they don't know you yet. And there's not enough trust to do the good you want to do. To be a good leader, you need buy-in. And they haven't gotten an opportunity to know you or you them to be able to actually do that. You could be the greatest skater on earth, but leadership and communication are a completely different skill. And you need to know the people you lead. You need to know how to how do you best communicate with this person? What are the, the things that this person is struggling with? You don't know any of that. If someone just gives you a job and expects you to be good at it, it's just going to be a tragedy for everyone involved. Um, I would highly recommend uh, the reading the Iron Octopus article I shared recently on the Facebook page, Power Through the Fourth Whistle. She does a really great job of talking about coaching and I, 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 okay, I'll just say it. I became a captain a few months in to a new relationship with a new league. And it was one of the worst decisions of my life because I didn't know them well enough and they didn't know me. And I had never been a captain before. I tried to use experience from past leagues, but that's not what this league was. I tried to use a different league's culture with the new one and it just didn't mix and it was all kinds of bad. So I just want you to benefit from my experience. Stay away from leadership when you're new to the team because it will, you just don't have enough information. Maybe next year when you all know each other and love each other, you can be ready to take on difficult tasks. And I would encourage that. I would encourage you to be brave and do that in the future. But first, you must be a part of the group. You must make this your team. 
you should not come into a new league with ideas about change and all this stuff because it's very scary. And you should instead be open to their ideas. What are they doing? Maybe those ideas are really great ideas and you want to take them in and become part of your way. Anyway, that's what I'm, uh, bottom line, when you come into a new team, become part of the team. Leave the old team behind <laughs> and just try to embrace the new team. Love your old team, all of those things. And once again, as always, I always leave you with rambling because I can never figure out how to end a podcast. But this is a nice short one for you today. And I really hope you enjoyed it. And maybe you will share it with some friends and let them know about all the good things we're doing at Power Through the Fourth Whistle. And uh, side note, just because I've never mentioned it before, did you know we actually have roller derby shirt designs on our Facebook page? Yeah, like for real. If you go to the shop tab, you can go to our links on Sunfrog. And we have a lot of really fun designs. If you would like some roller derby shirts, leggings, mugs, hats, um, there's some really good stuff there. So uh, Christmas is eventually coming, right? And with that, I'm going to leave because I just did like a total plug on this podcast. Forgive me. Um, I'll talk to you next week about Atlanta because more playoffs are coming. Yay! Hey there, friends. Want to know how you can support the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates like our Apex Predator T-Rex or Jam-A-Llama to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E dot threadless.com. Thank you for your support and back to our show.